We're Bottled Fuchsia. And welcome to our Game of the Year podcast. We're uh, going to talk about our favorite games from 2018. That's the year we're in, right? Yep. No. I time... That's the year the games are in. Yeah. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. It will forever be in that year. <laughs> we're in 2019. We aren't. Yeah. So we're going to go around and do some personal lists uh, for our own top tens, give some awards, and then at the end of all of this, we are going to make a list as a group and put it in order, and everyone's going to want to murder each other. Hasn't ended our friendship yet. No, not yet. Uh, we <laughs> Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Uh, so with that, let's go. All right, Brady, I guess tell us all the right answers since every <laughs> year you have the right answers. Right. Generally. Well, uh, you know, start with the awards for feels. I think you had the same one, Florence. Um, short mobile game, like 45 minutes, but uh, it was impressive how much, you know, emotional content was there and the way it delivered it in such a short time. I don't know. Yep. In a creative way, too. Yeah. Uh, disappointment for me was also Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> had such a good framework, and then it, they just needed to kind of like dump more content into it, yep. and they just did too little too late. Uh, funniest for me was Far Cry 5. Um, not really intentionally. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually how it goes. <laughs> the dumbest stuff would happen, and I'd be in tears. Like, you'd save a citizen from something, like, from being kidnapped. And they'd be like, oh, thank you. And a cougar runs up out of nowhere and smalls <laughs> the guy. <laughs> and, like, that wasn't, like, an uncommon occurrence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, prettiest for me was Gris. Okay. Uh, it just had like the kind of painting watercolor aesthetic um, that was really pretty, and I liked what they did with with colors in general. Uh, most addicting was Spider Man. Um, I think some other people said this, but it's it's the first game I've ever platinumed. <laughs> Your um, platinum trophies for this yeah. group, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just like couldn't put it down. Like I just wanted to keep playing it. Um, best early access uh, was Slay the Spire. I think by far, uh, they just had every Friday an update, and they're like really vocal with the community and like constantly changing stuff based on user feedback. Uh, I would say it's one of the better examples of an early access game. Like it works for that kind of setup if the developers actually put time and focus into it. Uh, the one that got away for me was Return of the Oberdin. I bought it and played a little bit of it, but it made me motion sick. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. They apparently put in some changes where you can toggle an option and it's supposed to make it better, but I never actually got around to going back to it. So that one definitely got away. Motion sickness is one of those things that really sucks, but yet has the stigma of like, oh, it made you motion sick? Like you must be like a wussy or something. It's like... There is nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not a real gamer if you can't play this. Yeah. Like, just man up or something. And it's like, no, that. And there's no, like, fix for it. It's not sort of like, oh, color blindness or hearing or or a lot of other things that, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, a disability in gaming, but, like, it's a barrier. Yeah. Okay. That's a much, like, a, a barrier. But, you're just like fucked. Like, hey, sorry, yeah. this thing makes you sick, and it's not like you can adapt. <laughs> yeah, if the game lets you change the field of view, that usually is enough to help. But I think Return of the Oberdin 
just the aesthetic of it alone, like the graininess and waviness um, probably impacted it more. Uh, the rebuy award for me was Katamari Damacy re-roll. Yeah. Uh, it's just nice to like slip right back into that game. You know, like I don't really know everything they changed because I wasn't like super familiar with the first one. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like I was just happy to play it again. If I get that, I will not play anything else in 2019. <laughs> uh, my shame award goes to We Happy Few. Because I feel like I gave that game more of a chance than I should have. <laughs> like, I really wanted to like it, so I was pushing through. And then finally, I was just like, why am I doing this? It's a bad game. Mm. Like, I like the atmosphere and, like, the story and stuff, but it's just a bad game. Like, there's no better way to the say The story it. that they tried to come up with in several months because they... Throughout the survival. Yeah, they were yeah. just, like, they baited it, and it was a survival game. And everyone was like, that's not what that trailer made this yeah. look like. And we're like, oh, well... We'll, we'll make it like that trailer quick. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like they had one foot in each bucket and just failed yeah, to deliver anything. They left in there were pointless and annoying. Um, and like, so an example, uh, maybe you're in a room searching for a clue. You find a piece of paper that has some note relevant to the puzzle you're looking at. It yeah. goes into your inventory and it's an unsorted list. It's not arranged <laughs> by most recent or alphabetical. You have to then hunt <sighs> for the stupid thing you just picked up to figure Jesus. out what the clue was. Yeah, it's the second that, part of wow. the puzzle. All of it is designed poorly. Yeah. 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 Uh, best music for me was Guacamelee 2. Um, they just did a really good job with the, uh, I don't know, Mexican-themed video game music. <laughs> and at one point, you even go into um, the baddest timeline. Uh, <laughs> what is the game where like you have to rescue the president and you, are you a bad, oh, enough? bad oh, dudes? Bad, yeah, bad dudes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then they had this like eight bit like song for just that tiny little area that had like a Mexican flavor to it. <laughs> it was just really impressive. Um, best multitasking game for me was Into the Breach. Um, just the turn-based nature of it, and it's not, like, graphically demanding or anything, so you could easily have something else up on the other screen or whatever. Uh, best ongoing is Path of Exile. <laughs> I know you guys are really surprised. Wow. Uh, the future game I'm looking forward to the most would be Metro Exodus, which I hope is really soon, but, I, again, I still don't believe it. <laughs> Like it could just get pushed back again. You're going to buy it and it's going to just melt your PC. That, that <laughs> might also happen. Um, and that's it. I didn't have a, a game for that new category. I couldn't think of something that I played late. That you wish were higher. Maybe Sunset Overdrive if I had to pick something, but I don't Ooh, think wow. any of you guys were late. like, yeah. yeah, you guys weren't like talking that up or anything. It just I don't think that made my list that year. No. So, yeah. Um, for the top 10, starting with number 10, uh, Gris, just a beautiful game, like it's sh short and, uh, like Celeste, it had a pretty strong, like emotional, uh, storyline to it without any dialogue. So that was cool. Um, number nine was Octopath Traveler. Oh, I think that's the first that okay. got mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually getting back into that game now and... <laughs> I think a long break was what I needed from that game. Yeah, I definitely take breaks. You know, it's just 
any kind of turn-based RPG like that with a lot of content, I can like put down for a little while and pick it up again later. Yeah, hmm. I like the game a lot. Um, I do have some issues with the structure and stuff like that. Right. I feel like it takes away from certain JRPG elements that I really like, like the um, relationships between party members and stuff like that. I feel like are almost non-existent because of the way they structure right. each chapter around a specific character. Yes. Uh, number eight was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I like the game, but I, I did have uh, a bunch of problems with it, and I have yet to finish it. It's fair. Problems like I- issues you found with the game or, like, bug problems? No, mostly just, like, here, they made this, like, amazing sandbox where you can do anything you want, and then you go on a mission... Like a storyline mission, and it's very restricted. Okay. I like ran around the wrong side of a train, and it failed me because I yeah. left the party. I feel like that's a rock star thing uh, in okay. general. It like is. GTA yeah. does that too yeah. all the time. It, yeah, that's a rock star thing. Yeah, they okay. want you to do the thing like one specific way, and if you deviate at all, it's you fail the mission or just die or something like that. Yeah, we can dig into that more when okay. we talk I about it. Okay, I didn't but... know if you meant like you had problems like it, Oh, from a technical level. Yeah, technical yeah. level. Yeah, like not really the... bugs or anything like that. Just more with how they structured some of the storyline Some content. decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Error orc no head found. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven for me, I think, is another first on uh, our list so far. Nino Kuni 2. Hmm. Okay. All right. Another JRPG like action combat instead of turn-based. But, I think uh, I got that one too. I think I got that too late and just didn't have enough time to put into it before other things yeah. happened. I think so, Octopath ate up my time with that. Yeah. Um, good good RPG. Uh, I like the kingdom kingdom building aspects they put in that kind of reminded me of Dark Cloud. Did you like screw the game over by just leaving it running and letting the resources build? I, I did do that a few times. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, number six for me was Subnautica. Which Ooh, I kind of got into like within nice. the last month, um, but that game just blew me away. Uh, I think it's the best survival game I've ever played, at least like with a storyline. Yeah, you know? I've heard that from a few people that yeah. like survival games aren't really their thing, but that seems like the one that's like, oh, this is yeah. what it can be, and that's cool. Yeah, if there's a reason for the survival and like the storyline adds to that, and just like the isolation and loneliness of it. Um, and there, I felt it did a really good job of like ramping up. Like you discover something you want to build and maybe you find a new area with new resources and then build the thing. And then there's always something else to kind of focus on later. Uh, number five was Far Cry 5. Again, that game is just really fun. Like there's some stupid stuff like the forced kidnappings. But just a lot of fun, especially to play Mm -hmm. co-op. My number four was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's another Assassin's Creed game at this (laughs) point, but (laughs) I'm still going to play it. (laughs) I've heard the ending is kind of bonkers for that game. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Definitely had some weirdness, especially with like the two factions. Yeah. Like you're trying to fight to get your home back in Sparta, basically, and then you have these missions that you can go kill Spartans for 
the I Athenians thought, and vice versa. Yeah, I thought that was a really weird setup from yeah. what I had played as well, where I was working with the Spartans for a while and suddenly I accepted another mission that was just like, go kill these Spartans. I'm like, yeah. wait, you what? Just <laughs> go back and forth with the different factions, but it, it didn't make sense in the story. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was a way or like any real downside to like, I'm just going to work for whoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great game, and especially playing that so close to Red Dead, I feel like Assassin's Creed, like everything is engineered to be fun, uh, and if it's like, oh, this isn't very fun, it's tedious, take it out. But mm. Red Dead was just like, no, more tedious stuff, just pour it in there. <laughs> That's a very distinct like studio difference. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that Red Dead should have been like that, but it was just weird going back and forth yeah, between the two games. Uh, number three was Dead Cells talked about it a bunch already but man that game is good yes <laughs> they just movement and combat feel it, amazing yeah and it's hard to really put that in words until somebody actually plays it and the controls for that game are yeah, so it just feels t- solid. like they're tight yeah. like when you fuck up you know you fucked up yep. yeah yep uh number two is god of war I have not finished that one yet, but man, it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Like it starts really good and it just keeps going up from there. Um, I like all the stories and stuff with the between the gods and all that and even like fast travel points. There's like a little area we have to run through basically. And you still get these like story tidbits. Yep. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, like it's such ah. a smart idea. Like every part of the game is fun. Like even if you're just going somewhere on your boat. Mamir tells yeah, you a story. story. Mamir's oh telling God. you something cool. How many times did you just sit in a boat and oh, let him finish his like, story? I don't want to dock <laughs> yep, here. Yep. Because <laughs> he's going to end the story. Yeah. I found out, unfortunately, if you get too close to the docks, the kid will say, like, oh, did you want to dock here? So, like, you it can't interrupts. get too close because that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you can't get too close because that'll actually interrupt the story then anyway. Yeah. So you need to like hover like nearby <laughs> waiting until like, is he actually done or are they going to say something else? And it's impressive because if you do that and then get back on your boat later, he's like, oh, as I was saying, and yeah. like, yep. he resumes the story. Yep. It's pretty cool. Wow. That's, that's a thing that more games are doing, That but God of War does it. Like they nailed yeah, the way they did Yeah, better than I've it. ever seen any game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead does similar stuff but yeah and my number one was spider-man nice like i said i couldn't put that game down when i was playing through it it just feels amazing to be spider-man just web swinging through that game was awesome yep what was your most used costume oof that's tough um maybe noir because i ended up doing a lot (laughs) of the the stealth uh side missions okay I felt like that one helped, um, but I, I mean, I you could have s- just taken the ability and worn something. Well, yeah, else, I was mostly but... like, "Hey, this is cool and it's dark. I'm gonna do dark <laughs> things." <laughs> but yes, every time I unlocked a new costume, I would like play that for a little while just to get a feel for it. Cool. All right, thanks, Brady. <laughs>